Hi everyone, we're Gabby, Karim, and Jules, and you're listening to the Making of an Incredible MD podcast by Halad to Health. Last season, we took you behind the scenes of some of our mock MMI stations. So we've talked about the GAMSA and we've talked about the interview. So now on to the next step. This season, we're talking all things getting ready for med school. We will be running you through what a day in the life of a medical student looks like, what study techniques to know about, what your career is going to look like, and much more. So stay stay tuned tuned and get ready to get med ready. ready. (laughs) Hey everyone, it's Gabby here. And Karim. And welcome back to the latest episode of the Making of an Incredible MD podcast by Halad to Health. So on today's episode, we're talking all about what universities actually want from their medical students. Um, And before we get started, we'll just get... Karim, did you want to do an acknowledgement of country today? Yep. So I'd like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the lands on which we are recording this episode today. For us, that's the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nations. I'd like to pay my respect to their elders past, present and emerging, as well as any Aboriginal and or Torres Strait Islander people who might be listening to this episode today. Great. Thank you for that, Karim. So yeah, today's episode is all about what universities actually want from their medical students. So what are they looking for in their applicants, which makes them decide, yeah, that's the one. Um, So Karim, why are we doing this episode today? Um, So the whole point is to try and get students to have, or applicants to have an understanding of what they look for in interviews, what they look for in portfolios. Mm. Um, And because students don't really tend to know, they kind of have an understanding, but they're not really sure of what universities are looking for. Um, And it's definitely one of the top things that students tend to ask us all the time. What should I include in my portfolios? What should I try and bring out in my interviews? etc. Um, these are very prominent, very important questions as well that we sort of wanted to try and answer in this podcast today. Mm. But we do have a disclaimer, Gabby, which is... Yeah, so we actually don't really know what universities want. Um, I don't think anyone does. No one knows <laughs> except them universities they know. But um, we're sort of just guessing here what we think um, based on our friends who got in um, and based on our experience as well as based on common sense of what what makes a good doctor? Um, so what we would want if we were the universities. So hopefully this episode is helpful for people who are writing their portfolios as well as people getting prepared for interviews because I think it's relevant for both things. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and so getting straight into it, there's sort of a few different values that we think all medical students should embody. So maybe we can start off with the first one, which is very obvious empathy and compassion yeah yeah this is a big one and i think it needs to be the key thing that you're getting out that you are empathetic and that you have compassion for other people that you care for other people because at the end of the day that's what doctors are they care um that's what they do um all day every day they care for people um so how you get that out in your portfolios is up to you. I think it can be done in so many different ways. Um, same with interviews, just the way you respond to different interview situations, um, especially in the MMI stations, that that can be a real tell of whether or not mm. you've got nat- natural empathy or not. It's probably the biggest red flag is when people don't have empathy and mm. it's very clear and very obvious in interviews. Um, and I think those students will very quickly be sort of red flagged. Yeah. Because if there's one thing 
that you need to show across your portfolios, across your interviews, across who you are as a person is that you're empathetic and you're compassionate as a person. For sure. In our mock MMIs, mm. the best responses, in my opinion, are the students that start their response with some sort of empathy, mm. something to show that I'm caring about these people in these situations. Mm. That may be harder to get across in portfolio, but I think it's just if you can demonstrate some sort of experience that you've had where you've cared for others, um, where you've done something not just because you want it, not just for your own personal gain, something like volunteering, um, that can show that empathy as well and compassion for others, I think. Yeah, absolutely. And when you stop and think about why this is such an important quality um, to show off and show that you have this quality, um, and it's something that you should sort of try and instill in yourself um, in everyday practice, in everyday sort of as who you are as a person. But the reason why it's so important to show is because the last thing that the interviewers or the portfolio markers are going to do is give someone a med spot if that person doesn't show compassion because that person one day will be a doctor. Mm. And the most important thing to have as a doctor is to be compassionate and empathetic. For sure, for sure. Um, And that sort of goes into the next point about being a well-rounded person. Having a life outside of medicine is so important. Um, Mm. It makes you a whole person. Um, It makes you able to communicate with different people from different backgrounds and sort of empathize with them, as well as, you know, being able to relate to different patients because you can relate to them on a level that is outside of their condition. Mm. It's so important. It's so important for your mental health as well. And also because otherwise we'll just have robots as doctors. Why not? Why not have that? Why not? Exactly. Like you can be a huge study worm, sorry, bookworm. You can be super studious, um, do all the study you want, but nothing can sort of replace being a well-rounded person because being a well-rounded person means you can talk to anyone Mm. about anything and it's so clear that you are not just some sort of robot, like Abby said, yeah. trying to like do these surgeries or cure this disease or whatever. You're mm-hmm. also like communicating to this person um, on a more deeper level, and like you're able to get your point across more clearly. Yeah. Um, and you remember, you've got to yeah, exactly. And you're human, and you've got to mm-hmm. remember that the patients you treat are people with diseases, not a disease person they're Mm. people with disease so you got to treat the person not the disease if that makes sense yeah um and so that's why they look for well-rounded people because you know well-rounded people have uh better emotional maturity super important when you're communicating to patients that are upset that are going through a stressful time in their life possibly some of the most stressful times in their lives Mm. um it shows that you're a person who can think for themselves you know, we talk about this in the GAMSAT with Section 2. The reason why they want you to write about these complicated essay topics like life, death, love is because they want to see a person who can form complex ideas and communicate mm. them well. Um, and being a well-rounded person is a part of that. So, so just some of the reasons why sure. we think it's a really important quality in, the, in a person trying yeah. to become a med student. Yeah, and I think... These things are easy to sort of bring out, like your experiences outside of medicine in interviews, but the best place for it is portfolios, I think. That's literally what it is. You're just showcasing everything you've done outside of your course. Um, So if you've got a lot of experience, I definitely recommend applying for portfolios and really showing that off um, and showing off what you've learned from those other experiences as well. Um, But yeah, it is so important to be a whole person for all the things Karim said, but also just because 
how are you going to deal with the stresses of med if you don't have anything outside of med to to help consume your mind and 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 give you pleasure in other aspects of life yeah you need a hobby (laughs) if you're gonna do med you need a hobby (laughs) that'd be task one if you don't have a hobby while you're listening today Research a hobby this afternoon. Find one. What are you going to do? Knitting? (laughs) (laughs) Gardening? There's many things. Yeah. Or even sport, whatever it might be. Just whatever tickles your fancy. Be a well-rounded person. You'll enjoy life. (laughs) (laughs) For sure. Um, And that ties really well into the next one again, which is communication and teamwork. So obviously, if you're a well-rounded person, this comes naturally, I think, because you've had those experiences um, to work in a team. And I'm sure everyone listening has been in a team before. You know, university has its own teams, group projects and things like that. But also teams in other environments like sporting, part-time work, um, all of that. Yeah, exactly. And I think the thing about teamwork is you have to really figure out who you are in the team, Mm. who you tend to be. Um, Do you tend to try to be the leader? Do you tend to sort of be more on the sideline? Are you the person that's really good at like researching stuff? Are you the person that's like really good with coming up with problem solving solutions? Are you a mix of all of these things? Mm. Um, So figure out who you are in the team and then figure out what makes a good team. I think... Um, something that they really expect med students to be able to do is go into any team environment and be a good team member because the entirety of your job, you'll be working in teams. And if you're not a good team member, you're just not a good fit for medicine or for practicing as a doctor. Um, everything you'll do as a doctor, you'll do in teams. You, you do nothing alone, really. Yeah. Um, which is kind of ironic because every time they show doctors in like movies, it's always like, them alone achieving so many things or like telling nurses what to do it's not like that <laughs> no way no way yeah. um yeah so just keep that in mind you really really need to be a good team member and that is a good point actually reflecting on what team member you are like and and reflecting on that and why you strive in that role and being able to converse that in an interview setting i think is really powerful actually that's something i don't think i did well um when i got told when i one of my questions i got asked something along the lines of how do you work in a team environment? And I sort of thought that I did at the time converse it quite well because I had a good example, but I didn't really define my role in that team. And I think I could have done that better to to make that response even more powerful because it shows, you know, you've reflected on your experience in that team, which is the most important part of learning. So, yeah, that's a really good point. Absolutely. And I think a big part of the interview process is communication, not just to the interviewer, obviously you need to communicate well to them, but some of the um, things you have to do or some of the questions really try to pull out of you how you can communicate well Mm. or what good communication is. Um, So you need to either know it through experience um, or you need to like research how, what actually does good communication mean? Um, I think there's nothing wrong with researching that sort of stuff. No. Um, You know, if you're trying to learn and grow as a person, researching is a part of it. Uh, I know I did a lot of research about these topics in the lead up to the interviews because they are important topics. And if you're not a good communicator, you just might, won't be a good fit for the um, for the interviewers. They mm. won't really like that. But for portfolios as well, it's really hard to communicate with the word limit in portfolios. I can't remember how many characters it is, but it's really low. So being able to communicate the wonderful experiences you've had and what you've learned from them and such a small amount of words is really, really difficult. So being able to refine your communication in the written format and a succinct written format is really 
really important as well. Mm, absolutely. Which brings us to our next value, um, our next key attribute, which is being a responsible person or responsible responsibility. The reason this is so important is because a lot of the time as a doctor, you obviously got a lot of responsibility. You're caring for people. People's lives are at stake. Um, so it's a huge responsibility. Now, bringing back to our previous point, you work in teams, so it doesn't <laughs> all fall on you, but you still need to take responsibility. You still need to be a good decision maker. Mm. So what does it actually mean to be a good decision maker? I think knowing that there's no there's not always a perfect decision, like there's no right or wrong always, especially in medicine. And as a medical student, um, I'll talk to that as well because I don't really know what it's like to be a doctor yet. <laughs> as a medical student, there are often um, times in the hospital setting where you will get sort of presented with a bit of a dilemma and you have to figure out how to respond to that. And you have to figure out quite quickly because you can't just stand there and be like, hang on, everyone, give me a couple moments to weigh up the pros and cons. Um, you have to act in a rational way. And I think it's about having a moral compass. And you can tell when people have a moral compass. And everyone's moral compass might be slightly different because our you know, our personal values and priorities and experiences all shape our own morality, I think. But um, being able to be confident in your moral compass to make the right choice in that moment um, is is really important, I think. So being able to sort of converse that in the interview environment when they give you an ethical dilemma as to how you would make an appropriate decision, but also in the portfolio as well, if you can include some sort of element of this is when I made a big decision in life and mm. this is how I learned from it or this is how it shaped me, I think that's that's really great as well. Yeah, and being the sort of person that when they take a decision, they also take responsibility for it. For sure. I made this decision, I know what the consequences were or are, and this is what the consequences have been. Mm -hmm. And I accept those because that was a decision I made um, and then taking responsibility for that, whether or not it was a good or bad decision. Absolutely, yeah. Not lying is a big thing. They say Definitely, this all yeah. <laughs> the time in medicine. And it sounds like pretty obvious um, to not lie when you're a medical student or a doctor, but but sometimes the pressure of the environment, you want to sugarcoat things, you want to hide the truth if it is, you know, upsetting or harmful. But you know, owning being being a responsible decision maker is that you know, mm, absolutely owning up to that. Yeah. Which leads us to sort of our last value that we think is really important for medical students, which is being a resilient person. Yeah. So what do we mean by that? Basically, just being able to deal with stressful situations. Medicine is hard. It's really tough. Yeah. <laughs> um, and the, it's so hard to balance medicine with everything else going on in life. However, everything else going in life helps you balance medicine. So um, it's about figuring out what makes you resilient, what helps you um, deal with stressful situations. We've all dealt with stressful situations of different kinds. Um, so being able to show that off in your interview as well, um, as well as the portfolio saying like, this is this really hard thing that I had to go through and this is how I dealt with it. And this is what I've learned from it. And this is how I will apply that in the situation of medicine, I think is really important because so many people burn out in med and they don't want to include an applicant if they can, if they're going to burn out. Or if not necessarily if they're going to put it out, but the sort of person that just doesn't know how to deal with yeah. stress. Um, I think a really big part of the application process is trying to find people who are good at managing stress um, because it can be really, really difficult to 
study medicine and try to balance everything else, like Gabby was saying. Yeah. Um, and yeah, in terms of being a resilient person, remember, it's also not just being resilient for yourself. It's being resilient for others as well. Other mm. doctor, you have to be a very strong person for yourself and for your patients. So oftentimes that means being resilient for them um, or helping them get through tough things. Uh, and that includes your patients, but also your colleagues as well. Um, so being a good team member, like we mentioned before, but also being resilient in the team environment itself, uh, helping the team get through tough, tough situations. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. But we've said a lot of things. And yeah, as we said at the beginning, this is just what we think is most important based on our experiences, the people we know's experiences, um, and also just what we think makes up good doctors. But we have heaps more um, sort of resources at Halad that you can look to for support when writing your portfolio. We have a portfolio writing event coming up. However, once this episode is up, I think the event would have already passed, but um, it will be recorded um, and posted on YouTube as well. So check that out, as well as other upcoming free Halad events um, like uh, information about um interviews and MMIs, as well as we have mock MMIs at Halad, which we started last year. So um, keep an eye out for when that season starts. Yeah, the MMI mock exams are really, really useful for students because mm. we don't tell you how to answer questions or what, but to, say. Or what to say. And mm. we will always stand by that because we believe that we shouldn't sort of shape people's responses and people shouldn't have wrote Mm. learn to memorize responses mm-hmm. um but we do believe that as professionals and people working on their careers those values that we talked about very important to build and yeah. we are constantly building them as well we are by no means experts no in way. those in those areas and we're still trying to learn and grow um in terms of those values for sure so i think the mock mmis are a good place for you to do some learning in terms of um, trying to sort of learn about these these values. Yeah, and we will be releasing um, practice station episodes on this podcast. So we did a few last year, so check those out. Um, and we'll upload more later on in this year where you can hear different students um, going through a full mock station with one of our um, adjudicators as mm. well. And a final piece of advice um, on one of our final pieces of advice is look, look for places where you can get more experience. So... Um, you know, we volunteer with Halad, so that's mm-hmm. one place where we got experience in terms of empathy, teamwork, uh, communication, all of that stuff. Um, I think Gabby's done a lot of volunteering in different places, like the Royal Women's Hospital. Yeah. That looks fantastic in a portfolio. It looks fantastic in terms of just who she is as a person. <laughs> um, so, yeah, look for places where you can do interview, where you can get more experience. And um, we do release a free newsletter called Upcoming in the Med Space, mm-hmm. which you can sign up for on our website, I believe. I'll pop a link in the show notes as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, we you can use that to sort of try and look for different opportunities in the med space. Both paid and unpaid um, and just websites where you can learn more about different things. It's a really great newsletter that one of our team members, Vera, puts together. Um, And I think it's, yeah, I think it's really great. Yeah, it's really, really good. And finally, um, just be yourself. Yeah. 
Yeah, I I think that is the most important thing here that we sort of haven't spoken about too much. <laughs> but anyway, save the best to last. Um, yeah, in the interviews, in the portfolios, the whole application process of medicine, just be yourself. Don't try to be someone you're not. Don't rote learn responses or put in experiences that you haven't actually had to just try and, you know, make yourself look better. Um, be yourself because you can't fake it for the next years of your life you yeah. know and you can't fake it for the interviews the whole yeah. point of the interviews is to try and get to know who you are as a person so just be yourself and build those characteristics that we talked about and i guess some other ones that maybe mm. we haven't mentioned but um at the end of the day just always be yourself and don't lie and don't try to be someone that you're not yeah. just be nice. Be, be nice. nice person. Be kind. Be nice to the interviewers. Be nice to your colleagues. Yeah. Be nice to your friends. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And yeah, I think that's a good point to end on. Just be nice. Just be nice. Please be nice. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much for listening, everyone. Um, we'll see you in the upcoming episodes. Keep an ear out for some of those events uh, that are happening at the Halad Facebook page. We'll, we'll release those events. And yeah, keep an ear out for our panel episodes as well that are coming up um, for all those students from the different universities giving you an insight as to what it's like to study medicine at their particular uni, which I think are very useful episodes. Hmm. All right. Well, thank you, everyone. We'll see you next time. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Making of an Incredible MD podcast by Halad to Health. Please like, share and subscribe to help spread the word about our podcast. And we'd love to hear your feedback. So send us an email or message on Facebook. All of our links are in the show notes. Thanks. We'll see you next time.